Armstrong is here. You know what that means? It's midnight, baby! Yo, 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 welcome to Bin Nights from the Housewarming Crew. I'm Nat Domina. I'm Marty Smiley, and that means you're listening to a podcast that goes forth and enters the realm of property. (laughs) This is your one-stop shop for finding all you need to know about property investment, getting all the rental details you need to, dealing with whatever. Landlords. Yeah, landlords and, you know. No, if you have accidentally (laughs) clicked on this podcast expecting us to give you advice, you've come to the wrong place. We don't give advice on how to live your life um, in the rental market, but we're a safe space for people to tell us the awful, awful things Mm -hmm. that tend to happen in these spaces. Yeah, I think a, a more apt way of putting it is we don't tell you what's right to do, we tell you what not to do. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get into it, eh? You know when you move into a new place and there's just some things that just that aren't that just aren't right. Yeah. Just don't make sense. Oh, uh, about the layout or such a layout, you know, little I mean our previous place it drained underneath the house. That was a bit annoying, you know. Like it was weird. It was weird. Like what house drains living in a floodplain. Our new place isn't that bad. Yeah. But there is something that's been bothering me. Okay. No my... sunlight. No. Not of any issue to you. No, no, no. That's fine. I got my little balcony. My light switch yeah. is not in my room. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fun And it one, fucking it? kills me. Yeah, it's a It ran- kills me. It's a very random thing, isn't like it? Like I walk into my room late at night and my door, you've heard my door close. It's the loudest thing in the house. Mm, I've got like yeah. Japanese sliding doors. <laughs> it's because my room is technically is not a bedroom. Yeah. Because it used to be an advertising agency. I think that was just like a lobby up there. Yeah. And so that door didn't exist. They wouldn't have the need to put a light switch in that room. Mm-hmm. But now there is a bedroom. I go into bed at night, my mm. light's on, i got to go back out to turn it off again. Every time. You may think that I'm complaining about trivial things, but when you have to do it almost every night, it's fucking annoying. <laughs> it, it is. Don't you have lamps? I've got my like little neon bar signs that I have to try and turn on to see if I can get some extra light. Oh, God. You're lighting your room with a neon bar sign. That's just Bar's really open. Come in, everyone. sums you up. Look, what's really annoying me about the light situation is every night I'll go to bed. Yeah. I'll turn my light off. I'll close the door. I'm done. My light's off. I don't need to go back out again. Yeah. But the light switch for my bedroom is right next to the light switch for the hallway. So almost every night, every other housemate goes to turn off the hallway and turns mine on. Both are. <laughs> Turns mine on and then they realise their mistake and turn off the hallway light, but they don't turn off the other one. So I've got to go back out and turn it off again because they don't understand the system. They don't understand the shit that I've gone through. (laughs) We should talk to an electrician about like that decision-making process Mm. and why they choose to fuck with people. Yeah. I reckon every every light, here's the best part about Africa, Ethiopia specifically, right? Every room has a light next to the door and has a light right above the bed. Hmm. Right where you would put the bed, there's a light switch Every there. African home. Every. <laughs> See, that's one thing. Because the thing about these rooms is even your bedroom here, you turn on your light next to the door, mm. then you're relying on the lamp and that's what you're switching off next to your bed. Mm. But you don't need a lamp in Ethiopia. There's no lamps necessary. Go to sleep, stick your hand up, lock it, turn it off, and then you're there. And you know who would agree with you? Akon. (laughs) (laughs) He powered a whole, like, 
African nation city. Yeah. I can't remember which one right now. Okay. <laughs> it was like something like maybe Mozambique. I feel like that's, I think they already had electricity. <laughs> but he powered an entire city. Side note. Do you know Akon's full name? What is it? I have to pull it out to read because okay. it's so long. This is Akon's full name. Okay. Aluane Damala Bugatim Bongopuru Nakalululu Badara Ekontiam. Dude, the plaque <laughs> on that African city is so big. <laughs> it was like, no, you can't just put Akon. You gotta put my whole name. What are you talking about? And they were like, please, Mr. Akon, please just. We're running him. out of materials. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Do you wanna take a guess what country he's trying to power? Mali. All of them. Oh, <laughs> that's so dope. So I hear what you go, you're going with this. You I'm want saying, Akon to rewire yes, our house. Yes, yes. Okay. I want to get in touch with Akon. And I reckon the way we do it is we get Akon on Cameo, mm. okay? And we just say, hey, we'd really love you to do this script for like a play we're doing. And then the script will say, I, Akon... No, I diame balalala dungu. <laughs> Hereby promise to fix the light switch at about, Matt and Nadi's house. And that's a legally binding contract because we've got um, him on video. Hey, baby, lock it down. Just want to see you power our town. Yes! Shake your body like a belly dancer. Hey. Well, should we do what we, we, we do on this show and chat to the listener that wants to talk to us about something that's been going on in their share house? Yeah. I, I think let's get to it. that the person we're speaking to this week had mm-hmm. a knock at their door mm-hmm. and they didn't know who it was. Okay. We're about to find out. Grace, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? We're doing good. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Neutral Bay. Do you want to know how I feel about that area? I'm fairly neutral. <laughs> Neither here nor there about it. TBH. How are you feeling about it? <laughs> Have you taken a side? No, I'm like Switzerland. Okay, oh. Grace. Oh, she's coming out with the jokes now, isn't she? Oh, oh we can. Um, what have you come to tell us? What, what's going on? It's as a bin night. Yes, I have a very interesting bin-related story for you guys. Hey. Hey, would it be bin night without a bin story? Hit us. <laughs> what you got? So I was in a share house last year with three of my friends, mm. and we had a very interesting run-in with mm. our neighbor. Okay. You can call it a run-in. I would actually call it more of a break-in with our neighbor. You've had a break-in? Yes. Okay. So it was probably like 11 p.m. All my roommates and I, we'd gone to bed, mm. and I woke up to the sound of my garage door being lifted up, which was like shortly followed by someone knocking on our back door. All right, so your neighbours entered through your garage and knocked on the back door, what, because the front door was busy? Um, <laughs> we don't know. She never tried the front door. She just went straight for the back door. And then why did she come over? She came to tell us that we had left our bins outside for too long of a period that was reasonable, which was for the whole day. <laughs> okay, so how, before how long? So the bins were collected in the morning and it was now like 11 p.m. She said that she gave us a reasonable period of time, but she could see that we'd gone to bed. So she thought it was only fair to come and tell us in our house to bring them in. By breaking through your back door? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you describe this neighbour? Was this like an old boomer? Yeah, definitely okay. a cat. 
Karen, if right. you may. Very aptly put. Yeah, this is a Karen that enters through the back door. This is a Karen on steroids. Yeah, but a Rick Karen because she drives a Porsche. Porsche Karen. Okay, yeah, I mean. Porsche Kane. Porsche Kane. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, she drives a porch and is this in Neutral Bay? Like what sort of area was this in? No, this was in Surrey Hills. So a bit unusual mm. for the area. Okay. So, okay, she enters through the back door. What does she say to you? Like are you guys, are you startled? Were you in your pyjamas? What's going on? <laughs> so we all kind of debated who was going to be the one to go downstairs and see who it was. Mm. Oh, you guys were scared. Yeah, we were scared. So it's four girls, but luckily one of the girls' boyfriends was over, so we nominated him to go down. We thought that was fair. Yeah. It's always men that head to war, you know. They're always on the front line. First casualty of war, the youngest men. That man, give him a medal of valor for his efforts. Australian of the year. In confronting the neighbor. Uh, so he heads down there and what happened next? We didn't actually know it was our neighbor at this point. So we just assumed it must have been an emergency because, you know, why else would someone be in your property? Mm. At yeah. 11 p.m. And why would a burglar knock? <laughs> <laughs> so even when he saw her and he recognized that it was our neighbor, mm. he still thought that there must have been an emergency. That's the only reasonable explanation for yeah. coming into someone's property. Rapidly knocking on the back door in a frantic yeah. manner. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So you would have all been terrified. We were. We kind of just thought we could let it go away, but wasn't stopping either. She was knocking for like an extended period of time. Wait, so she was knocking and you were just standing around. Being, what if it was an emergency and you guys were like, I don't <laughs> want to deal with this. Yeah, we did not want to. Okay, so doors open. You're chatting to her now. What's she mm-hmm. saying? Like, how mad is she about these bins? She's come into the house. She's barged past the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And oh. she's pretty mad about it. She starts talking about how it's actually illegal. It's obstructing public property, which is kind of ironic because she's in private property right now, kind of breaking the law. Like, you have a good point there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think you have a yeah. leg to stand on in court. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so when Sam realized that it wasn't an emergency, he mm. kind of like sheep herded her towards the door. Yeah, fair you know, enough. Tried to get her out, mm. said sorry, and that we'd bring up bins inside. And we very quickly, you know, started locking that back door. So she was very upset. She was very upset. And how did you guys deal with that? <laughs> When you're dealing with someone who's going to trespass into your property, you just kind of agree until they get out of your house. Yeah, I see. Fair enough. I believe it's called placate. (laughs) I placated her. Oh, it's been out there for so long. I'm terribly sorry. Is there anything I can do for you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just have to agree and mm. say sorry and just get her out of your property. Mm. Sam actually reminded me the other day that when he was outside, she started explaining why it was so important to her personally that we take our bins inside. And it was because she struggles to park her Porsche when the bins are there. Like she can't back her car into her. Oh, that's the reason out. why. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to park a Porsche when you got the bins out on the nature strip. Look, I gotta agree with her, man. You've never driven a Porsche, clearly. They're very finickly vehicles. It's yeah. the box stuff. Very long. <laughs> yeah, I mean, isn't that the whole point of the Porsche? It's sleek, it's small, it's able to fit in different places. Also, why not just park it in a garage? It's a Porsche. Why are you parking it out on the street? She obviously doesn't live around here. <laughs> How's your experience been with this uh, neighbor since? Have you left the bins out? 
We actually moved out quite shortly after that had happened, but we definitely didn't leave the bins out. We wanted to avoid that at all costs. She doesn't <laughs> regret trespassing now, does she? <laughs> That's how it starts. You let a Karen win mm. next time. Karen goes even more ape shit. Yeah. Yeah. Next thing you know, someone doesn't return the trolley at the shopping center. They're getting a talking to. They go, oh, you think you can just leave the shopping trolley anywhere? How am I supposed to get my Porsche Boxster out of here? You're spreading carrots. You're you causing know. the spread of carrots. <laughs> We need to flatten the Karen curve. We do need to flatten the Karen curve. The next week, you double down. You leave the bins out there for two days. You call the council and get two more bins delivered and then you put out four bins. Exactly. That's how. That's the pettiness that will win this war. Grace, our generation is at war with Karens. Mm. Baby boomers have produced this figure that the only way to fight them is to make them more angry. Yeah, that's actually such a good point. Yeah, you need to get them so red hot boiled up that they die from high blood pressure. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> She's going to cause a Carmageddon. <laughs> You've caused the Carmageddon. And now <laughs> he's changed the pun. <laughs> Carmageddon, Carmageddon. <laughs> What's next? Carmageddon. <laughs> yeah, the Carmageddon. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've caused the Carrageddon and, you know, she's still in that place. You've moved out, but yeah. I feel sorry for whoever's mm. moved in. It starts with the bins and it's the trolleys in the shopping centre. What's next? Yeah, I feel sorry for them. Not my problem, though, you know? Mm. No, not now because, let's face it, you're in neutral territory where you are now. <laughs> yeah. you've, you've moved on. You're in Switzerland. <laughs> you're in Switzerland. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing your story with us. Do you put your bins out on time now? Yes. And do you bring them in? Yes, it's like second nature to me now. Well, if it's caused the growth of you as a person and as a housemate, then it couldn't have been that bad. Yeah. In retrospect, yeah. And at least I got a good story now for a podcast. Truth. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Thanks so much for giving us a call, Grace. No worries. Thanks for having me. She has trouble parking her Porsche. What a dilemma. This lady faces. That's Unbelievable. what we're dealing Unbelievable. with in our neighbourhood. Unbelievable. While we spend out of the roof prices per week, you've got boomers owning the house across the road getting upset. Because they can't park their Porsche. I mean, come on. I actually have a way to get the cheapest parking possible. Okay. If you ever need you to You don't go, own a car, but I'm I don't so, own a car. Re- I can't wait to hear what this is. All yeah. right. Okay. So say you need to go traveling for a little while. You need to go overseas, right? Okay. And you don't want to leave your car parked just on the street. Got Maybe it. you've got a nice car. Got right? it. What you do is you go to the bank. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You go to the bank, you take out a loan. loan, probably like $5,000 loan. Okay. Right? They might say something like, do you want to put up anything as collateral? Okay. You say, I'll put up the car. Oh. Okay. So then they take your car. You come back. Pay back the loan. Pay back the loan. All you got to pay is that minimal interest on top, which is only, what, two weeks worth of interest. You get the car back and they keep the car secure. You're a freaking genius. (laughs) Wow. I mean, it's highly specific situation that you'd need to do that. But um, cool, dude. Thanks so much for joining us this week on the show. If you've enjoyed it, tell someone about it. If, hit us up hit on us our up. social Absolutely. websites. Absolutely, Housewarming Podcast on Facebook. We've got a group. Hit us up to join. Instagram at Housewarming Podcast. TikTok at Housewarming Podcast. Twitter at Housewarming Pod. You know what the vibe is. Let's go. 
Also, if you are ever in a position where you can test out my parking theory, then holler, definitely holler. Or if, like me, you saw many holes in it, but you chose not <laughs> to, to get into What are the it, holes? To, Tell me the holes right now. You chose not to get into Tell any the of holes. them because we're running out of time in the recording. Um, please hit us up. <laughs> we can discuss it privately in the DMs on Instagram. But until next time, don't forget, don't forget to, take to put your, your bins, bins out. out. Take your bins out. Massive thanks to Sean Allen for editing, mixing, and mastering this episode. And a huge shout-out to our boy Paolo for helping us out with the theme music. Do you remember when I tried to make a cheesecake with mozzarella? Yeah, it didn't go that well. Do you remember when I tried to cook that chicken dish but in a glass oven tray and it smashed? I still wanted to eat it after that. I mean, I would have died, but I wouldn't have wasted anything. Yeah, it was a real rock bottom moment for you. These are all examples of our kitchen fails, and we now want to hear yours. That's right. Volley is helping us find some of the best kitchen fails. It's less my kitchen rules and more my kitchen sucks. All we need is for you to enter your best or worst stories. We're going to celebrate you for being terrible. Just head over to our Instagram to enter. And for all your kitchen fails, you can get Volley, the app for instant groceries.